55 time plus five for our filthy 10. Every half of the year, we do a pound for pound list and it's time to get into our pound for pound list. And I also have our pound for pound list from December, I believe it was. So this should be a lot of fun to get into lots of debate and, uh, and, uh, controversy in this list. I'll tell you that right now, looking at it here, boys, it's going to be fun. How we did this is we each ranked our 15 pound for pound boxers right now. Our top player got 15 points, and our bottom boxer got one, 15, 14, 13, 12, right down the line. Added up the points, and that is our combined list. So when we combine all the points together, we see where we're at. Are you guys ready for our top 10? Here we go. Play your little drum roll there, James. Oh, drum roll. All right, top 10 starts now. Our number 10 with 13 points is the undisputed champion, Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor comes in at number 10. With 13 points, I had him at 8. James, you had him 11. Shock of the system, Richie had him not ranked. Not ranked out of his 15. Very interesting. Uh, Also, looking at our list last year, he was also unranked. He was unranked going into our list in December. Uh, Total champion right now, James, uh, I'm going to leave it to you first because you're the only one uh, besides myself that has him ranked. And you had him kind of around there at 11. So bring us up on Josh Taylor. Uh, I mean, one of six. Uh, uh, undisputed champions uh, ever at 140. Uh, beat Jose Ramirez, had a good game plan. I think we touched base on that plenty of times. Check out a uh, previous show on that one. Uh, nailed it on point. I, I think he deserves to be in the top 15, in my opinion. So that's why I put him at 11. Not in the top 10 because he needs to fight somebody else at 140. A lot of talent at 140, but he's unified champ or undisputed champion. That That's got to give credit for something. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it a few weeks ago, too. But uh, if he moved up, he probably wouldn't even be in the top 10 at the new ranking. But at the same time, he's still undefeated and uh, he can move around a little bit. Rich, I'm interested to see why you didn't have him ranked, though, because he seems like a kind of guy like you would like. He can move around a little bit and he's a champion, uh, undisputed champion. Why didn't you have him ranked? You can only put 15 guys in 15 spots. If you can do 16 or 17 in 15 spots, he would have been there. Uh, trimming up my list, uh, he he didn't make the cut, but he was definitely in like the easily in the top 20. And part of like cutting him out, look, because he is, I've touted this guy. He's beaten at, like the who is who of this division at this point. But when it came down to it, the wins he had weren't as decisive as some of the other guys I have at, you know, one through 15. Um, so he got the axe. I also had to consider wh- how well would this guy do if he moved up a division and compared to the other guys who made the list, I can see everybody else doing well at a division higher, but with him, Look, he is. I think he is the best at 140. We, I think, unanimously decided that. So it's no knock on the guy, but I had to consider it, like his bouts were close bouts with everyone, even with Ramirez. It was close, but uh, some of the other guys I have on my list. They like, I don't want to say landslide beat their opponents, but they more decisively beat their opponents. So you're saying his division kind of hurt him a little bit with you. You kind of feel like it wasn't even the division. It was, it was the dominance of the division. I think the division is a close division, but he, at the end of the day, he gets the nod in all of his fights. So that counts for something, but even guys on my list who didn't get the nod, 
I had to say, yeah, he actually did win that fight. I don't care what three judges say. I'm going to be the judge. You get the victory. So with, uh, with Taylor, he wins like, you know, most of his fights are six, six fights with him getting the nod. And that's why he didn't make my top 15. That's fair. I mean, we're right around the bottom of the list there too. I mean, but it's still, uh, I, I was still a little shocked when I saw it, but Josh Shaler comes in at thir- or at number 10 with 13 points. I had him at eight. I got to give love for a uh, champion, an undisputed champion. He does. Yeah. He, he's not convincing a lot of his fights, but he has won them. You know, it's just like, it doesn't matter if you're 12 and 0, you're still 12 and 0 if you win the fights. And he, he's got some good fighters. He'd be pro gray. He'd be, uh, you know, as a Ramirez and he's got some good, he's got some good fights under his belt. Some, some good names and, uh, Victor Postal is another good one, but James, you look like you're raising your hand. You had something to say. No, about no, I'm just no? saying, mate, oh. I, I thought he handled uh, uh, Jose Ramirez real, real well, dude. Yeah, Perfect I, game plan. So I thought that was pretty decisive, but yeah, whatever. Each their own, man. You're going to be yeah, wrong I mean, on a couple more of these, Rich. So I think, I think it was the knockdowns. Had there been no knockdowns, Ramirez would have probably won that fight. Hmm. Well, let's, let's run it back. Let's run it back. All right, <laughs> let's move up to number nine here. Our number nine coming at 16 points, three points ahead of Josh Taylor. And another shocker for me, actually. Tiafimo Lopez comes in at number nine. I had him at six. James at ten. Here's the shocker of the list. Richie had him not ranked. Tiafimo <laughs> Lopez not ranked. Me, uh, I usually say I'm ruining the list, by, but uh, me and James, we're the ones that got Tiafimo up into the nine spot because Rich gave him zero points at all, nothing. Which uh, we're going to start it off again with James here just because uh, – I'm going to save uh, Rich for this one again, too. This one, I'm a little more interested to hear why you didn't have him ranked. Uh, just in, from our list last year, he was eight last year, so he moved down one spot this this time around. So, uh, James, Teofimo Lopez at nine. Look, I had, him at, I had him at nine last year. I dropped down. Hasn't fought since Lomachenko. Wanted to see that fight against uh, uh, Cambosis. He got COVID because he's, you know, got the kissing disease. Um so, I mean, I don't know that he hasn't done anything. You know, a lot of this list is what have you done for me lately? And he still has, you know, four belts um, at uh, 135. It's just I wanted to see how he fought afterwards. I can't knock him off this list. I knocked him down, but I can't knock him off. I, <laughs> I, you have Rich has him not on the list at all. And that, out of 15, out of 15, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what the rest of his list is. This is, you're right. This is going to be interesting, but he's, he's at, he's at 10 on my list. That's right where I want him. If he does something else, maybe he can move up, but I doubt he's probably going to stay there until he fights. I don't know. Loma again or something like that, but. I did a double take on it. I had to check it twice because I felt like I missed it somewhere on there. And I was going to like screw it up on the show that Rich is going to say, no, I had him at uh, eight. You just didn't read it right or something like that. But I triple checked it. He did not have him listed. And I'm curious, James, if you're going to use that same uh, judgment that you used of Lopez, not fighting anybody recently or what have you done for me recently? Mr. Crawford comes around later on. Let's just see if you have that same, uh, Celiac judgment uh, light uh, on Mr. Crawford later, but we'll get to that later. Uh, Filthy Rich, not ranked. Tifimo Lopez, really? So when I mentioned, you know, sixteen or seventeen, eighteen guys and only fifteen spots, 
he wasn't even 19 or 20. I mean, wow. that should tell you how hmm. how d- deep boxing is right now. There are a lot of good fighters out there. And for me to not have him ranked, you know, I I stand by that. Uh, the, the guy is fighting Gambosis pretty soon. I'm not trying to say who, but like, I don't know. Then he beat a one-armed uh, Lomachenko, which I had that fight six to six. Just like I was saying with Josh Taylor, he got the nod sometimes, but I had that fight six to six against a one-armed Lomachenko. He's not better than Lomachenko. We just saw Lomachenko whoop up uh, Nakatani, and Nakatani took Lopez the distance. So I think that I don't even know if it bumped him down my list or I I don't know, but bumped him down, I he bumped him off. <laughs> well, I don't think well he was never on the list. He wasn't on my list last year. He wasn't on my list this year. He's probably I you know he's probably top twenty. I mean, th- th- his most impressive victory was against Richard Comey, in my opinion. The quick knockout, you know, second round. Um, I'd like to see those two go at it one more time. I mean, we want to see Jermel Charlo fight. Erickson Lubin because it was a one quick punch and we think there's more to it than just that. I don't think that fight tells the whole story. And I don't think Comey versus Lopez tells how good Lopez is. So I'd like to see them get in the ring. Other than that, um, I don't know. Is he the king of 135? That's disputable. I think I, we don't know. He just doesn't have the competition under his belt yet. Haney could probably beat him. Uh, Garcia mm. could probably beat him. I don't know. Mm. So with the unknown, I can't put him in my top 15. It was a disputed. I don't know. It was disputed against uh, Lomachenko. So. It, it was, hey, it was, that's very Res- surprising. Respect your decision, bro. I do too, but at the same we'll time, you know, I remember no, how much you were time. saying you respected uh, him after the Lomachenko fight. So you're saying you believe Lomachenko now <laughs> that he was hurt. I mean, there's still been controversy whether or not he was actually hurt. Oh, you know? He's already confirmed that he was hurt. It was I actually know, hurt Loma, three Loma's weeks before. Loma- yeah. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, it was 100% confirmed. And then Lopez, or oh no, it was Andre Ward that somebody had a bad toe one day. Was that Lopez that had the bad toe in that same fight? Like, <laughs> that, I don't yeah. want to hear that. Like, that makes it worse. Yeah, that was Ward, Andre Ward's defense. Like, oh, Lopez was also hurt in that fight. What? Yeah. I remember Shawn Michaels stubbed his toe against uh, <laughs> Dean Douglas and he had to forfeit the title. So. Um, I don't know. He beat a one-armed Lopez or one-armed Lomachenko, and Lomachenko is actually a 130 fighter going up to fight a 135 guy. So he couldn't even take out a dude a division below him. It's no knock on him. Like to be fair, Lopez is a good fighter. He couldn't even take out a guy one division below him that is one of the best of all time and one of the best pound-for-pound fighters there is. I mean, it's a little different when you're. He's not going down one division to fight or up one division. He's not going down one division to fight some bum. He's fighting Lomachenko. He's the, he was the number one pound for pound at the time for the most part, you know. So I don't know. I I, I was just shocked. I I, I but uh, I I like your your explanation of it. He uh, you, you didn't totally convince me. I, I still like him. All right. Uh, well, here's a con- like let me convince on my you. List, but let me convince you. Okay. Let me. So Josh Taylor is number one at one forty. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the top guy at 147 were to beat Josh Taylor, I mean, is that convincing? But you're convinced you're comparing Josh Taylor to Vasily Lomachenko. I mean, there's what there, there's no comparison between those. Two. Right, you you can do that. I didn't have Josh Taylor ranked and you did. I didn't. I do. But I'm just saying. So I mean, 
so here and here's the other thing. All I'm saying is to beat a guy a division below you, the top guy at a division below you, uh, it should be an easy it should be easy. And it wasn't. I mean, Josh Taylor's not top 10 according to you at 147. And I think you can do that with every almost every single division. You do have the exceptions like one with I think that'd be knocking a guy for beating or lose or beating Canelo when Canelo keeps moving up. And, you know, it's he's more in the league of Canelo than he is of Josh Taylor. This Lobanchenko is. I would, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, James, you, you look like you had something to say there. You don't have a beard to, to, to stroke anymore. So it's a little I, weird. <laughs> I, I, I think Lomachenko can hold his own at 135. All right. 100%. I, I, I 100%. He, I think this is the top of his echelon. I think that he can hold his own against anyone at 135. And he can probably beat anyone at 135. Yeah, he can. I agree. He can. So, he absolutely. Uh, he's a 130 guy beating up guys at 135. Right. So Lopez I think he's comfortable. He's not that. Well, I mean, I don't I'll, I'll see. I'll let's. I would see yeah, Taylor you're right. Lopez. You're right. Like, you're right. Lopez and, at 140. Why not? Right. And and that's the thing. When we see that big fight, I will probably have Lopez on my list. But since what December was the last time, there is nothing that makes me change my mind about Lopez. Right. That's fair. All right. Fair that's fair. All right. Let's move on to number eight because that was a fun debate. I like that one. That's uh, that's right on the. I don't. <laughs> We'll, we'll get we'll get to one where it's on my list and it's not on yours. Uh, yeah, there's a couple stuff. coming up. Uh, maybe this one. This might be the one. At number eight, at 17 points, one point in front of Tifima Lopez, we got Triple G, Gennady Golovkin, my guy. I had him at uh, – I have actually dropped him. I had him at 11. James, you had him at 12. Richie had him at eight. Um, our last list, he was at seven, so he moved down one spot from our last list here. Richie, you had him at the highest at eight. Uh Go ahead and uh, talk about Gennady. I mean, you've said before that you know he doesn't have too many fights left, but at the same time, he is still great right now. I agree. Um, hmm. I, I don't like. Yeah, have him at eight. I think he's just the only. He's the only guy who's beaten Canelo twice. You got to keep him up there. Um, again, I'm not going to listen to these judges with a draw and a loss. I'll go as far as saying a win and a draw. I'll do that. But um, he's done nothing wrong. Uh, Crawford has done nothing wrong. So you can't penalize guys for not doing anything wrong. Uh, Golovkin, I believe dropped on my list. I don't think I had him at eight last year. I'd like to think I had him at like six or seven. So, um, he dropped a little bit, but not like significantly enough to have him removed from the top 15. No, you actually uh, had him at 10 last year. So you moved him up. I moved him up. Yeah. You moved him up three spots or two spots. Yeah. So. You were just really impressed with his last fight there where he looking I mean, big I, and strong again. I don't know like who his last fights were, but I like that he's protecting himself now. He's become a more defensive fighter, which, you know, translates to a boring fighter, but uh, I think he's he's probably he's probably still the king at 160, a very dominant king, and if he moved up, like I'm going to hold Lopez and Josh Taylor to the same standard. If they moved up a division, how well do they do? And I can see him competing at 168. I can't do it. I mean, against a few of the guys at 160. A few, not the a top few. not guys, the top, but top he guy. can move to 168 and be in the top 10. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I I, I almost put top five. He could be in 168, but that's me. Uh, James, you had him uh, down at 12, one below me at 11. I It pained me to put him at 11. It really did, because especially I thought his last fight, he looked really good. But uh, a lot of the things 
looking like now he's just never going to get that shot again against Canelo. It sounds like um, maybe he's got a Charlo on the horizon and maybe that could be his uh, big stamp on the final stamp on his career. But we don't know what do you, what you had him at 12. Uh, I think you had him up higher than that last year. Let me look here. You had him. Let me touch base on that. Don't worry. Okay, about it. fine. I had him at 10 last year. Okay. So you dropped, I him, dropped two him down twice. All right. I don't think he needs to move up to 168 at all. There's two people immediately that he can fight if he wants to keep his name in in contention. He still has a belt, the IBF belt. Fight Charlo or Andre. That's right there, right there for him. Doesn't need to do anything different, right? Andre wants Canelo. Ain't going to get him. Go. No, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, not going to happen. You're a bum or whatever the hell he said. I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Por favor. Yeah, you're a horrible <laughs> fighter. Horrible. Just horrible. Right. Either way, Andre Charlo. Charlo wants to still name, make a name for himself. Jamal, by the way, fight Jamal Charlo, fight Demetrius Andre. Those are two fights that you can make right now. I don't see why you couldn't make those fights if he is on the end of his career. Those are two people to step up, especially if both of them want to go up to 168 and fight Canelo anyway. But again, he looked good against Sarameda. I thought he's looked real well against Sarameda, but I haven't. I, I dropped him down just because it's just he, need, he needs to be active. He just needs to be. You're this old. You need to be active, man. But it's still Triple G, big drama show. He's going to stay in my top 15 until he just doesn't look the part. He still looks the part to me. That's why he's still on my list. Well, I'm going to wait for that argument again, too, later on when you said he's that old, but he has to be active against someone else that's coming up on our list here soon. So I'm just saying, you got two of them. I got that. I'm going to have that uh, light of judgment on you for both of these guys coming up here in a minute. Uh, Golovkin, I don't think he was saying he has to move. I don't think Rich was saying he has to move up. He's saying if he did move up, he'd still be uh, a contender up there. He's not He's not saying he should move up. Is that right, Rich? Absolutely. Yeah, he's saying he could move up and he'd still be uh, top five, top six fighter or whatever it is. But I agree that uh, I think a Charlo would be a good thing in the career. I think he beats Andre. I, I really do. Um, I think uh, I actually think he destroys Andre personally. Um, that's just the way I look at it. Uh, I don't know if you guys see that way. Charlo, I, that's a question mark. I don't know if he beats Charlo or not. I don't know. Save it for another show. It'd be fun to see. According to my list, he might. You never know. All right. Uh, let's move up to number seven, which is our biggest mover from last year. Uh, our biggest mover uh, in the top 10, that is. Uh, uh, one guy that didn't get ranked was a bigger mover. But uh, bigger mover, biggest mover in the top 10 with 25 points, which is eight points in front of Golovkin, is Javante Tank Davis. Javante Tank Davis, he's got 25 points. I had him at seven, uh, right on the mark. James, you had him at seven, right on the mark. Richie, you had him at nine. He was at 10 last year, so he moved up three spots on our list from uh, December. Javante Tank Davis, uh, Richie, we'll start with you because we started with you last time. You had him a little lower than the rest of us, but kind of in the same range as everyone else. He, it's a, this is a young kid that's on the on the rise. He's you know, no one wants to fight him. Obviously, we have to move him up a little bit, but uh, I, I'm curious to think uh, where why you put him where you did. Um, I think just where he fell into place. I don't remember where I had him last year. It had to be around the same spot. I don't know if you have those numbers. Let me, I do have it here. You had them at one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. You had them at eight last year. So okay, you moved him down one actually. Yeah. So you know he, he's he's the hot ticket right now. I mm. uh, just beat uh, Barrios. Um, 
Orioles, I thought, gave him some problems. Uh, I don't know how he's going to fare at this division. I think he needs to uh, – I don't even know how to put it, but someone like Mikey Garcia comes to mind. Mikey Garcia jumped all the way up to 147 and had the fight with Spence. Spence beat him beat him convincingly, uh, beat him for 12 rounds. Then he fought, I think it was Jesse Vargas, and beat Jesse Vargas at 147. So when I think of someone like Davis, he had a tough time his first outing. I want to see him dominant the second time, and I would have no problem moving him up to like maybe even top five. I don't want to say anything else outside of that, but I need to see a second uh, outing with him. With It doesn't even matter who. I mean, when, when you go from Spence to Vargas, uh, arguably number one to maybe not even a top 10 guy in that division, you'll know you belong after that second fight. So I'm not saying Davis has to fight a no-name at 140, but my guess is he's going to take on all comers at 140, and I think he can beat everyone, but uh, it, it's going to be tough for him, but he needs as long as he just goes out there and knocks people out. I think he's he's on the right track to actually keep moving up. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that later, about the, the Barrios fight. But uh, I was not as impressed in that fight. And it, it maybe it was in my head a little bit, but uh, it didn't really affect my ranking of him yet just because it's just he, he's new to that. I don't know. James, you kind of you agree with me at seven. So and we hit seven with the 25 points there. Um, you got anything to add about filthy riching there? I mean, he touched on most of it, but uh, we got him a little higher. And touch on beep. Say that right now. He moved up three spots on my list because of what I saw against Barrios. All right. There's a, you'll probably hear the same, same argument later. All right. There's a thing when you watch a fighter fight. All right. He had a five inch height advantage or a five inch height disadvantage and a five inch reach disadvantage. Right. He should not have been as good in my opinion as he was in that Barrios fight. Now you can credit this to either Barrios had poor defense or Davis just had better offense, but I thought Davis looked pretty damn good with his defense. Even though he did get tagged a couple of times, he also didn't move when he got tagged a couple of times. All right. There's a reason they call him tank. I was not a believer. You talked to me two years ago. It would have been like, whatever, man, Mayweather promotions, yada, yada, yada. Here's tank Davis. All right. He just went and dominated Leo Santa Cruz at 130 with a disgusting uppercut. Jumps up 10 pounds to fight another dude who was a champion, whatever. Belts mean nothing. But in my opinion, he dominated that fight. Davis is an up and comer and he is shooting up hard. He's only 26 years old. This, I wasn't excited about Davis before. I'm excited about Davis now, man. His skills keep getting better and better and better. And as far as I'm concerned, he's inching closer in power is something you can't teach skills are something you can teach. He looks to me like an Inuit where he just keeps getting better. The power is always there. He's going to keep climbing up the ladder. I don't think he loses to anyone at 140. The only, the only problem he's ever going to have is that height. He's only five foot five and a half. I don't know how much further he can go up. If he goes to 147, man, you're fighting guys that might be six feet tall. You can't, I mean, you want to talk about NES like Little Mac, then that's probably what's happening, man. But, I mean, you got it in the background. That's tough. But 
I don't know, man. I, I am impressed with Davis. I think he is a lot better than people think, and I think he has an iron chin. So I think the sky's the limit for this dude, and that's why he's jumped so far on my list. Well, we'll get into it in Brugge's reviews, but I'm very curious to hear your answer. Tune in later to find out Jim's answer if he thinks that he was losing at the time when Mayweather told him he was losing. So let's uh, we'll touch on that later. It's a little spoiler coming up. Don't shake your head. But it, it, it's called a spoiler for a reason. You, you God. Uh, no, <laughs> what are you he had all those chains, man. You see how the all the all the bling that Mayweather had? That's too heavy, man. That's Deontay Wilder talk. Uh, all right, let's move on to our number six here. Our number six uh, with twenty eight points, three points in front of Javante Davis is the ageless one, Manny Pacquiao. Uh, I had him at nine. Uh, for the reason that uh, Jim said earlier, uh, you're old, you need to be active, but he hasn't been active. But he's got a, an active fight coming up, a big one coming up against Mr. Spence. Uh, James, you had him at five. Richie, you had him at six. So I kind of brought him on down. Uh, last December, we had him at six. Uh, so he did not move any which way at all, except on my list. So uh, let's start with uh, James. This time you had him a little bit higher. You had him at five. So go ahead and explain why, since he's old and not active, he still deserves to be higher. Look, man, everyone knows Manny Pacquiao's skills, all right? Last year, or at, you know, six months ago, I had him at four. Yep. Now he's dropped down to five on my list. He's going to be fighting Errol Spence. That's awesome. He's definitely not shying away from any of these top guys. So you can go ahead and just, just ridicule me for whatever you want. <laughs> but I will. Manny Pacquiao. Eight division world champion, Hall of Famer, top 10 all time great. Unless he gets just dominated, and I'm talking dominated, not just knocked out, I'm talking dominated in a fight, he is going to be in my top 10 until that happens. So I don't, I don't, I don't really don't have to say anything else. I think eight times, Hall of Famer. What's up? Oh, Richie, you had him moving up. Uh, I believe what you had him, you had him at six this time. Last time you had him at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You had him at nine. So you had him moving up three spots. Is that the Errol Spence effect or uh, what's going on with that? Yeah, it could be. I think uh, even to like piggyback off what James was saying, he needs to be dominated by like a no name. If he gets dominated by some no name dude, then I'd, I'd probably knock him down. But if he gets, if this Errol Spence fight happens, and he gets dominated by Errol Spence. It's no knock on the guy. Nobody wants Errol Spence, and he's still willing to take it. Uh, can't knock a guy for getting in the ring with the biggest names. I uh, wouldn't knock anybody. I don't. I, I can't even think of any names now. I think of like the maybe Wilder, and we just talked about Mikey Garcia. It's no knock on them guys when they're willing to take the biggest opponent, the biggest challenge. Uh, it's Manny Pacquiao, dude. I don't know if he can go up to 154 and dominate, but he's a small guy at 147. He could still make 140. Wouldn't surprise me if he can make 135. The dude is a small dude fighting bigger guys and performs well. So that's why I have him where I have him. Well, here's where I get you two uh, back on the same team and teaming up against me. I'm going to say it. Um, if it wasn't for the Earl Spence fight coming up, he wasn't even going to be on my list. And I'll tell you why. He, yeah, he's one of the greatest of all time. He's, he's one of the greatest of all time. Yes, he's, there's no denying that. I mean, if this was a pound-for-pound pound list, obviously he's going to be way up there. Here's my issue with him. He was going the It is a pound-for-pound pound list. Yeah, this I'm is talking about, pound I said a pound-for-pound pound all-time list. If it was a pound-for-pound all-time list, he'd be up there is what I'm saying. I don't think you said all-time. Rewind, check it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's go. Go ahead. That's what I meant. If it was a pound-for-pound pound all-time list, he'd be up there. Currently, I I had him off my list before the Aero Spence fight. 
Here's why. He was going the route of Mayweather. He was protecting himself, fighting these UFC or trying to fight these UFC bums or, uh, you know, going the Jake Paul routes or whatever they were trying to do this showman stuff of protect the legacy and all that crap. I'm done with that. I hate that stuff. I hate uh, the way Mayweather's doing it. I hate, I hate the fighting these things. Caesar salad just ended his career because of it. I'm I, I hate it. Now that he put Spence, I, I got to give him the respect of being a top fighter. He's going to fight the top fighter. I put him in the top 10 because of that. I think Spence is going to knock his block off personally. That's just the way I think it's going to happen. Is Pacquiao going to be put up a fight? Absolutely. He's going to, he leaves everything out there. I just don't think the skills I father time is always undefeated. I, I just think that uh, looking at the rest of my list, I think the guys in front of him on my list uh, in front of him at nine, all are better fighters than him currently right now. And that's just the way it was. He didn't fight. He hasn't fought for a long time. And when he wasn't, when he was trying to get a fight, he was trying to fight, you know, UFC guys or whatever it was. And I was tired of that. So yeah, that if he didn't book this Spence fight, he would have been off my list completely. Um, he booked the Spence fight. He's actually, yeah, I said it before in the show, fight a boxer, fight boxers, you know, let's do that. Now he's back on there. We'll see what happens when he fights Spence. I think Spence knocks his block off. If not, I'll eat crow. It won't be the first time. I'll tell you that. Uh, but that's the way I had it. Boys, go ahead and team up on me real quick if you want. Uh, mm. Or did I make and sense a little? Did I make a little sense? No. And that's okay, why good. we're the experts. <laughs> I told Say you. it, Rich. Say it, Rich. I'll drink to that. Yeah. 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 I'll say this. I'm done with you both. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's good to be back. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, Mayweather fighting unsanctioned events. I mean, we didn't put May- I didn't put Mayweather in my top 15. So no. these uh, these exhibition fights won't have counted. I don't know if Manny was planning on fighting Connor McGregor or not. But if it is going to be a, a boxing match, um, you could call it a tune-up fight, even with Mikey Garcia fighting Jesse Vargas. A lot of these guys fight no-name dudes. Conor McGregor just happens to be a no-name that brings in a lot of money. That's the way I would look at a sanctioned event if Manny Pacquiao were to fight uh, a non-exhibition match with Conor McGregor. It would just be something to keep him in shape. I mean, what would be the better match, Adrian Broner or Conor McGregor? I don't, I don't know. Like, I think Connor could probably beat uh, Adrian Broner at this point. But, like, well, well if that was your choices, those are my choices. <laughs> right. But, like, I mean, just, just staying, I think staying active is important. I mean, if but Doom he hasn't had, been active, is my point. Exactly. But, like, you can't penalize him for, like, taking just any kind of dude. I mean, a lot of these he guys was in the do Paul that. conversation, man. The Jake Paul, the, the, he was in the Paul conversations. Fair enough, but if it's like a non-exhibition, I think we're going on too long. But like, I don't. I understand what you're saying. I just wish we could talk more about it. That's the everyman's approach. I'm I'm the everyman. I'm the John Q or John Q Public over here explaining this. All right, that's the way I looked at it. Uh, That's our top uh, ten through six. Uh, Let's get into our runners up real fast. I'm just going to name them right down the line here, and. We'll just kind of go from there, see where we're at. I just see that there is a Let's go. one of them here. Hold on. Okay. Uh, at number 11 was Roman Gonzalez. Uh, I had him at 15. Um, James, you had him at 8. Rich had him at 15. Uh, last year was at 10, so he's moved uh, down one. Uh, then at uh, 12, 
or I'm sorry, at 11 was Jamal Charlo, or 12 is Jamal Charlo, pardon me, uh, also at 10 points. Uh, he was at rank 10. James, you had him non-ranked. Uh, Rich had him at 12. Uh, after that, 13 was Usyk. Uh, Usyk, I had him unranked. James, you had him at 13. Rich had him at 10. Last year was 13, so it was the same. 14 was Chuck, or Juan Francisco Estrada. Sorry, Roman Gonzalez was before that. Uh, I said Roman Gonzalez, right? Yes, yeah. you did. Okay. 14 is Juan Francisco Estrada. Uh, I had him unranked. James, you had him at 9. Richie had him unranked as well, so he was down 2 from last year to 12. 15 was Jermel Charlo with 6 points. I had him unranked. James at 15. Rich at 11. Uh, he was up 5. He's our biggest mover from last year is Jermel Charlo. 16 was Shakir Stevenson. Um, I had him at 13. Uh, James had him unranked. Rich had him at 14. 17 is Arter Better Biev. I had him at 14. James had him unranked. Rich him at 13. Uh, 18 was Jerron Boots Ennis. Uh, no shock. I had him at 12. Everyone else had him unranked. And at 19 was Mikey Garcia. I had him unranked. James had him at 14. And Rich had him at unranked. The ones that really stick out to me, first off, I'm going to talk to James. I'm sure you want to talk about Juan Francisco Estrada. Uh, you had him at nine. Both of us had him unranked. Uh, maybe other ones. I, if there was other ones that I mentioned that you want to talk about, maybe Mikey Garcia, but probably not. You had him at 14, 19, whatever. But uh, I'll let you choose one of them that you want to talk about, but why you're surprised they're where they're at. First, two errors. One, I had Mikey Garcia at uh, – 14. I had Charlo, Jermall Charlo at 15. Either uh, way, it's going to change the rankings. Doesn't really matter. It's all garbage time, right? You want to talk about this? I'll talk about Roman Gonzalez. Why not? Chocolate Tito, right? I have him at eight. I had him at eight six months ago, too. I think he beat Estrada in this last fight. Estrada got the win. Don't care. I think he beat it again. There is news and talk that they're going uh, Chocolate Tito Estrada 3 is going to happen. This team. Tune it up. Look at the internet. Google. Real good. But <laughs> It's Chocolatino, man. I, I still can't pull him off the list. Estrada, same thing. I can't pull him off the list. These guys are top fighters. They just keep, and they just keep fighting. They keep moving up. I ain't taking Chocolatino off this list until he either gets straight, straight dominated by someone other than Zerungfai. I'm going to fight Zerungfai a third time. Or somebody else. It's not going to happen. This is Chocolatino, man. He was the pound for pound for Lomachenko came around. He's going to stay on that list. That's what I want to talk about. Everybody else... Well, make sure you check your phone because the list you sent me had Garcia at 14, Jermel Charlo at 15. You made sure to check your phone. That's what you sent me. So uh, I, go ahead and check it. I, I may even post it on there if you call me a liar. It's right on there. <laughs> you put Jermel as 15 and Garcia at 14. That's what you did on the list you sent me. You may have not updated your list on your computer, but that's what you sent me via text. And that's all I can go with. I cannot read your computer. <laughs> Would you like to make a retraction? And we're back. Okay, good talk. The judge <laughs> made a mistake. Definitely said Telling me I made a mistake. Again I'm for it. the third time. Sorry about that, folks. Definitely made a mistake. Judge overruled. <laughs> All right, Filthy Rich, you have any one of those that you want to jump out and talk about real fast before we get to our top five? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, didn't, no. I didn't mean to take the wind out of your sails. No, you took no, it all no. the time. I'll... I'll, I'll I'll, here's what I'll say. I wanted to put Mikey up there, and I'm finding myself to be a hypocrite here because, like, I put Pacquiao. Pacquiao hasn't fought since what February 2019. Yeah, is that right? Mm-hmm. And the last time Mikey Garcia fought was February of 2019. Yet I took, I did not put Mikey up there because of inactivity. Yet I kept Pacquiao up there. 
that was a mistake. I probably should have had Mikey on this list, but then like, I don't have Josh Taylor and I don't have Lopez. So those are three dudes. There's another one I want to mention, like not, I want to say Lopez, but Lopez would have been like 19 or 20 on this. Cause like, I have no problem with how my list looks. I, I've, uh, it's tough leaving people like Mikey Garcia off. But real quick, Mike Garcia did fight in 2020. It was early 2020. So he was later than 2019. Was it February of 2020? Yeah. It was, and, and Pacquiao has a fight man. It was like leap year, right? I, sh- I probably should have put Mikey on there. Um, but what's done is done. We have another list, another pound for pound list in like December or January, and we'll make adjustments as needed. It'll be in December. I was I was kind of surprised when it came out that the, both Charlos were out of the top ten, and Jamal was ahead of Jamal um, on my list, despite what Judge says and everyone else's list. But maybe because he doesn't know how to type a name or whatever. But it doesn't. Obviously, I don't. <laughs> so, right. What's going on with this top five? All right, let's get to the top five. All right, uh, at number five with thirty-five points. Uh, James, make sure that you have enough room in your pants. There is Arrow Spence Jr. at number five, dropping down one spot from four last year. I had him at three. I still like the guy. He's going to beat up Pacquiao. James, you had him at six to bring him way down. And then Richie had him at four. Uh, James, uh, who is your drug dealer, and can they get me a hookup? Dude, I dropped Earl Spence one spot. He was five on my list last year or six Why? months ago. <laughs> because he, I, this is what I believe. I believe that the, that the guys above him are better boxers than Errol Spence. That's just, this is the rich defense. If you want to go with this, man, this is just what I believe. All right, Errol Spence is not a bad boxer. He's gonna fight Pacquiao if he beats Pacquiao and he beats Pacquiao convincingly. Oh my God, that's gonna change my perception. Of Spence, right? So you could put him in front of Crawford on your list if he beats Pacquiao. If he knocks Pacquiao out, you have to tune in and find out. Ah, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> but either way, Spence is still a top fighter. He's six on my list because I believe the people above him are just better pound for pound boxers. Prove me wrong, Spence. Do it. Do well, it. You get, well, you got Pacquiao one spot in front of him, so I guess that means yeah, Pacquiao is going to win that fight. So, uh, Rich, you and me are more sane. We had him at three and four. Uh, what do you uh, what do you want to tell the judge that he's wrong about? Um, I would just say he has uh, a pretty deep resume. Fight fights the biggest names every single. I mean, the last few fights. I mean, Mikey Garcia was a weird one, but nonetheless, Mikey Garcia was like thirty three and zero with thirty knockouts, moving yep. up two oh, divisions. It's bigger than that. Okay, well he was he was uh, a dominant at one thirty. Yeah, five. And yeah. Uh, uh, besides that, he beat Danny Garcia. He beat Sean Porter. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say like Lamont Peterson and Chris Algieri. And like, I mean, it's one name after the next, after the next. I think he has the deepest resume out of all these guys on my list outside of uh, competitively with two other people. I won't say any names, but um, you got to be back. Yeah, right. You got to yeah. be back. Yeah, I got to yeah. be back. Yeah, too. Uh, James apparently does not have him beaten Pacquiao. That smells like a Tecate bet if I've ever seen one. Uh, but we'll we'll move there. That that pained me because at number four with 36 points, one point in front of him is Terrence Crawford. That's because I had him at five where he should be. James, you had him at two because uh, that crack is good. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. And Rich had him at five where he should be. 
that's down one spot, by the way. Spence was down one spot from last year. Uh, he was at four last year. Now he's at five. Crawford's down one spot. He was at three last year. Now he's down to four. So, uh, James, go ahead. I'll give it. Uh, the floor is yours. Let me just say. Go ahead. Look, look man. You want this? This I'll, I'll say defend the OJ. Thing. <laughs> I'll say the same thing I said about Davis. All right, and the same thing I say about Lomachenko. It is a vision test. These guys dominate the people that they play. One hundred percent. There is no denying their skills at all. This is why I have. This is why I've had Crawford so high for so long. All right, he can switch power in both hands. Gets hit has no problem adapting when things change and don't go his way and they make him go his way. Right. I still believe that Bob Aram is the problem for him, for why he isn't making fights. Right. Cause all the people at 147 are all in the PVC. Get away. Go join Eddie Hearn. I don't know. Join somebody else, man. Bob Aram is a problem. Obviously we've talked about that. Ain't going to touch base on that. Terrence Crawford vision test for me being the judge. That's why he's still at two. If he gets knocked out, shake your head. I see that, Rich. If he gets knocked out or gets dominated or something like that, then by all means, knock him down that list. But this is a vision test, man. It's the same reason why I like Tank Davis. The same reason why Crawford has been on my list this high for so long. Same reason why the guy above him on my list is also there. So go ahead. I love to hear your guys' retort. Well, I'm going to jump in first before I turn to Rich. But I'm so sick of the Bob Aram excuse. I am so sick of this. You know why? He, Crawford shares the same blame. Okay, everyone else can get away. Canelo got away from his contract and and fights who he wants to fight. At some point, Crawford has to shoulder some of the blame and fight somebody with a pulse. That's what he has to do. He doesn't do it. The fact that he hasn't done it, he's protecting his own legacy of hey, I'm still this great pound for pound ESPN fighter because ESPN is for free and everyone can see me and that's what it is. I'm tired of the Bob Aram excuse. At some point, the blame has to go on the shoulders of the boxer at the same time. He's not fighting anybody. Errol Spence is at least fighting Pacquiao. His resume is way better when you look at the resumes. Yeah. Do I agree that Crawford looks dominant? Hell yeah, he does. But you know what? Seabock would look dominant against me in a ring. Okay. That doesn't mean that he's the uh, top tier fighter either. Okay. Uh, I just can't. I, I'm just tired of that excuse. I'm tired of it. That's what well, it is. Go ahead. Real quick before you pass it to Rich. If you want to talk about not being able to get out of your contract, Today, on the day, Bobby Bonilla received another $1.19 million payment until it ends in 2035 when he signed a contract at the end of the year 2000. He is yeah, still but- getting paid $1.9 million by the New York Mets that they cannot get out of contractually. So, yes, you can definitely have issues where you can't separate yourself from somebody else. Bobby Mania, congratulations. I wish I was making that sort of money, but you can go ahead. Yeah, great. That's baseball. In boxing, there's other fighters that have done it. Canelo's done it. Oh, the law is the law, son. Canelo has done it. You know, don't sign a big deal. I think there, I think part of the blame has to fall on Crawford, but that's all I got to say. Rich, Rich. I, go ahead. Take it over from both of us because me and him are about to duke it out here. Um, <laughs> Put up your dupes. Uh, I mean, I think you're, you're both pretty right. Uh, <laughs> I, James is right when it comes to... Uh, the dude is pretty tough. Like I can name all these guys here. Old Spence beat. And that's great. Cause he beat these guys. Could Crawford beat them? He could beat them. He probably could beat them. I need to see it. And that's why I have Spence ahead of Crawford when it comes to those two at the same time. 
I'm not crazy. I wouldn't have Spence at two and Crawford at six. Like, you know who. I didn't have Crawford at two. <laughs> He's making a point. Oh, oh, the bear. <laughs> I'm saying yeah, that. Continue. Continue. <laughs> continue, Rich. So I, I think I think he needs to rethink his list. Uh, as far as <laughs> as far as uh, like Raider Live goes, I think he's right. At some point, you have to take your career into your own hands. Bobby Bonilla is backed up by one of the strongest unions in the whole world. The baseball union is the strongest in the world. They have guaranteed contracts for you can just like their guaranteed contracts are ridiculous. I think they're the only sport with guaranteed contracts. Yeah. That's so why maybe are still getting paid. Maybe, maybe Crawford should go play baseball. I don't know, but uh there's no excuse for not fighting these guys. I don't know uh, if Bob Arum is going to buy another house with the money he lost on having Crawford. Let's not forget about that. But Crawford has to do something about this. Uh, I don't know who's ducking who. There can be a case said that you know uh, people are ducking Crawford, and that could be true. I haven't read any reports on it, but Crawford's a tough dude, man. Um, have him at four, or do I have him at five? I don't know where I have him, but have him at five. Um, you guys are both right. <laughs> but I'm more right than he is. All right, moving on to number three here with 38 points. Yeah, I'm going to cut it off there because it's my show. <laughs> at th- <laughs> it's our show. Yeah, I know. At it's three, at show. three, at 38 points, two points ahead of Crawford, who should be at five, is Vasily Lomachenko moving way up after that impressive fight that he just had. Uh, I moved him up to four. James, you had him at four as well. You and me can finally agree on something after this last one. Rich had him all the way up at two, so Rich was very impressed with his last fight. That is up two spots from last December where we had him at five. That was actually coming off his loss to Tiafuma Lopez, so obviously he was going to go down. And we'll talk a little bit more about the Lomachenko fight here in a little bit. But uh, Lomachenko at three with 38 points. Is the Matrix back, Richie? Uh, you would seem to think he is. Well, uh, once you take it here, you put it at two. I mean, he's obviously a better fighter than Crawford at two, but. Bring in the Matrix at two. Uh, he hasn't moved for me, so um, I had him at number two last year. Um, he he he. Uh, he did w- yeah. <laughs> with with one arm. He beat a guy who's at the top of the division. Maybe not number one, but somewhere at the top. He basically beat Lopez with one arm tied around his back. That's how good this guy is. And then he had a performance against Nakatani. And like destroyed a guy who went 12 rounds with Lopez. Now, I don't know. I don't remember that fight too well, but that went 12 rounds. Him and Lopez went 12 rounds. Maybe Lopez was dominant. Again, I don't remember. But I know what I saw with Lomachenko, and uh, he has not lost it. I don't know what, what, like, we talk about father time quite often. Uh, Lomachenko is on top of his game. Had he probably had maybe, I don't know what the guy's supposed to do. Are you supposed to get bigger names? How do you get bigger names? We know who who has the biggest names and who's number one. uh, And it's because of the big names he gets. Uh, Lomachenko can make a case for number one, if you ask me. I agree. I mean, Loma, if he if he looked like that against Tifimo Lopez, he would have destroyed Tifimo Lopez. He looks like he's back. Uh, he looks like the old Nomaschenko uh, in his last fight there. Uh, it was Nakatani, uh, who is a good fighter, but not a great fighter. So we'll see. Uh, apparently, the rumor is Lomachenko is going to get his rematch against Tifimo Lopez. So we'll see that. Hopefully, he starts the fight in round one instead of round five this time around. Judge, 
you were one of the biggest Lomachenko uh, fanboys outside of Crawford. Um, you moved him up to, or uh, you had him at six, I believe, last year, as well as I did. And we both moved him up two spots and have got him up to three because I was five from uh, last year. Um, I know that doesn't make sense, but the, our, the consensus us was five last year. We moved him to two to three. We both ran at six. We moved him to four. Um, was it the, this last fight that we'll talk about later, or is it you just you, he passed the eye test that he's back? Look, <clears throat> it's all about the eye test for me. I already know the skills he has. It's how do you bounce back from that weird? And I'm gonna I'm gonna emphasize that that was a very weird fight against Lopez because there was no talk about him being hurt beforehand, right? So it just looked like why are you being so cautious? That made me worried. Maybe Father Time was winning at that point, right? However, obviously, I was skeptical about the injury. I thought it was an excuse, all right? You know, whatever. doesn't matter, right? They're going to trust issues, okay? Either way, he came back, obviously dominated. He looked like the Lomachenko of old, okay? So, in my opinion, he proved me wrong. I was wrong to doubt him in the first place. I'll admit my mistakes. He moves up in my list because he should be, like Rich was talking about, contention for number one. And he looked fantastic. Now, Nakatani is definitely not as skilled of a boxer, but he has a lot of heart. And he isn't that bad of a boxer either because he was in his Nakatani's previous fight, got knocked down twice, came back to win by knockout in that fight. So he has the, he definitely has the skills, tenacity, and heart to keep on going. But it's Lomachenko, man. If he's honestly healthy, and when you saw against Loma, uh, Lopez was not healthy, and he had a draw, which I agree with, Rich. I think it was a draw, too. Then, my God, bring the rematch on, right? You do your claws. You do that whole thing. Put all your belts on the line. Lomachenko gets that, starts dominating all over at 135, and then he can start fighting the Garcias and the Haynes and everybody else, man. But I don't know, man. Lopez looked back. or I mean, Lomachenko looked back. He looked like he was back. Yep. And I'll tell you what, that made me very excited. That fight made me very excited to have him back. We need a big boxer like that back. And I, it was very hard for me. Between, it, was, it was basically 3A and 3B with him and Spence on my list. And, you know, I think Spence is going to dominate Pacquiao. But Lomachenko, if he beats Lopez and handily, which I think he will, I think he's going to solidify that three spot. I don't think he busts into the top two just because of who I have in my top two, but it's so nice to have Lomachenko back. It's so fun to watch the matrix. And most of the time he's on free TV, which is even better to watch. Too, so. All right, let's move to our number two. Our number two at 40 points is anyway. Now anyway, I had him at two. James had him at three. Rich had him at three. Uh, last December, we had him at two as well. So he was the same at 40 points. He is the monster. He is Godzilla. He is unbeatable at his division. There's no one in his division, even one division above him, I think that will ever beat him. He is that good. He is that strong. He is that quick. He has is the total package. The only reason why he's not as popular as Canelo is because he weighs as much as a feather. And he's a very, very small guy. And I, as weird as it sounds, I think uh, Japanese fighters don't get as much as respect as they should either, too. I mean, outside of Japan. Japan, he's he's God there. He's he's to Japan when Manny Pacquiao is to the Philippines. I'll tell you that right now. But uh, especially his last fight, uh, just an amazing, amazing fight. 
Uh, you guys touched on it when I was off last week. So we'll uh, since you guys both had them at three, uh, James, uh, we'll start with you this time just because you were the first name I looked at. Uh, anyway, the monster. Dude, I touched base on this uh, when I was talking about Davis. Um, this guy has power, has had power, and that is something that you just can't teach. No. The technical skills that he keeps showing is better and better and better every single fight he has dude i don't want to touch base on it too much but all i i'll, I'll say this nanito denier literally said that i love watching him fight because he keeps getting technically more sound every fight that i watch and he only fought him like a couple fights ago man so anyway is i, I cannot wait to see him just move up to 122, 126, even 130, it's to watch him just go through the divisions. If he can honestly, if he's big enough and he stays on course, this boy is going to be straight thunder. It is ridiculous. He, I, I, I don't want to go into that other fight, but I really want to talk about it. But I do way, too. Man, I can't wait to talk like, about it. My <laughs> God, it, this, there's a reason. I mean, he is the monster. His nickname is fitting 100%. Man, cheers! I, I wasn't here when we could talk about that. Man, he goes to the body that those body shots he played in that last fight, unbelievable. It's not in our it's not in our list, so don't worry about. It. We are we're supposed to talk about, it. but uh, it's not in our list. It's not in our bruising reviews. What do you think, Rich? But Rich, let's go to you, the monster. Uh, I think his power translates if he moves up. I don't think there's anyone in his division that can even sniff his boxer shorts right now. I don't think. There's no one that's going to give him a challenge up there. I don't think. Uh, I think for a challenge, he's going to have to move up two spots before he even gets a challenge. What do you think, Rich? You had him at three. I'm sure you you could make an argument at two as well. I mean, it took me about 12 hours before I finally... I mean, I was close to flipping a coin between him and Lomachenko. I, I did not know. It took like 12 hours. I went to bed that night, woke up the next morning going... I don't know who to put at number two and number three. So I just kept everything pat, and he stays at number three. Here's the thing with with the no UE. Um, it's, he does have, like, this room for improvement, but, like, you see the improvement every time he gets in that ring, and he is fighting the top guys in these divisions, and he has room to grow. That is scary. That is pretty scary. My only fear with this guy is that, someone figures him out because if he gets beat at some point, he's going to drop. He could drop out of the, maybe not out of the top 10, but he won't be a top five if he loses a fight. So that's the other thing. He's still growing and he's still learning. And as, as great as he is right now, he's like, I can't believe this. I can't believe this, but he's getting better. That is just scary. But um, he's everything is advertised. I can see him, you know, go, going back to can Josh Taylor move up a division and do well. This guy could probably move up two divisions and compete. So, uh, number three is fine. He, I could see him being number one on people's lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would be as high as number two on mine, but he is where he's at right now. Uh, and it's so weird to say that the sky's the limit because. He can still move up. Well, Crazy. here's what I think about it. He he might be 
the next Manny Pacquiao where he could win five, six divisions if he if he stepped one spec down and move, and just kept moving up. He, I don't know where his limit is. I mean, I think his power translates at least two divisions, maybe three at that spot. I don't know what you guys. I'm very. I've never got to talk about it anyway with you guys that much. How far does his power travel? Where is his limit? Where's his top limit? Do you guys think? Just off the top of your head, one thirty. I think one thirty-five. One thirty-five. And there's a lot of fighters that he can mow down in that way. And if he mows down all the way to one thirty-five, you're talking. You're talking Pacquiao range. You're talking all timers like that. Is it is it just because he's from Japan that he doesn't get the love that he should? Do you guys think that's a a reason? There's not a lot of Japanese fighters in boxing. No, it's where he started to where he's going. Yeah, it's just because he's too light. I don't agree with that. He's not getting love. He's getting plenty of love. I think every like everyone knows about this guy. I think everyone should know about this guy. I don't think you have to be a box. I mean, you probably have to be a bit of a junkie but like um well we know about him but like that was our argument no, but like time around like anyone who pays to know of him anyone who pays attention to boxing knows about this guy right those who don't pay attention to boxing know american fighters that's kind of it they'll know canelo because canelo is technically in america but um if you even sniffed a boxing channel this year or even last year you know who this guy is Everyone knows who this guy is. Um, I, I think he gets plenty of love, and it's probably there's probably more coming. And maybe it's because I don't think it's because he's Japanese. I think it's because he's at a lower weight class. Yeah, okay. ding, ding, that's what ding, I was ding. asking. If it was the if it was the if it was because he's Japanese or if it's because he's too light. <clears throat> Anything no. lower than one thirty, nobody knows about. Right, and that's a shame because this guy isn't. Uh, watch one of his. If you guys at home have not watched one of his fights, just watch. Watch his last fight. You'll fall in love with this guy immediately. He is amazing. Amazing fighter. Really fun to watch, dude. Really fun to watch. All right, let's move on to our number one. Uh, I wish there'd be a big drum roll, but there really is no need because uh, unanimous number one. He's our number one in December. 45 points. Canelo Saul Alvarez. He uh, he just keeps doing what he does. Keeps beating everybody on the way up, and he's going to keep going and going and going. I mean, he did lost, lose twice to Gennady Golovkin, but, or at least one or one oh and one against or oh one and one against him but that's a that's near here or there right now he is the unified number one we all agree on it uh james uh you didn't talk last so we'll go ahead and or rich talk last we'll go ahead with you canelo alvarez what else is there to say about our number one there really isn't much to say that we haven't said no there really ain't much man he's only 30 years old he's already got oh i don't know 56 wins like he fights the best is 56. He fights the best and he keeps on complete 56. He keeps on beating everybody. Uh, he doesn't shy away from anyone. He'll move to whatever weight class, whatever division it, it is uncanny. Why not? This is he's number one until he loses. In my opinion, I say 54 because he lost a Gennady twice, but that's, that's no, it'd be 55, I guess then. Well, I don't know. Um, I don't, doesn't matter. 55, but it is what it is. He's the best. The only thing, I, the only knock I got on him is his choice of beer. His choice of beer is just awful, just just terrible. Would you please get sponsored by a real beer <laughs> like uh, like our buddy Caleb Truex does with eight count? I mean, at least I can drink this. I cannot drink that Tecate. It's Corona. I don't know. Those are yeah. Go to Corona. Why not? Dos Equis. Something you know. Something that doesn't taste like Mexican water and give me the runs. All right, filthy rich. Any any follow 
up on uh, Canelo number one? Um, I don't think anyone wants to fight him. No one wants to fight this guy. What they want is a payday. Everyone wants to fight him for the money. No one wants to fight him. No one wants to fight him. <laughs> no one wants to. <laughs> they know that they're going to get a big payday and they could probably retire off of a fight against Canelo. Nobody wants this guy. Uh, I've already seen uh, it's a uh, very, very unreliable source saying he's going to be fighting a guy with a lot of power who's 14 and 0 with 14 knockouts. So this very unreliable source is referring to Better Biev. I don't think that fight's going to happen. He has said, yeah, I'm staying at 168. I don't think he's staying at 168. He's going to fight plant. I believe they're going to make a plant fight happen. He's going to have to get out of the division. I don't know how he's going to uh, sit around 168 much longer, but uh, if there is some unreliable source saying better be of, uh, that might be the ceiling, but he could beat better be of and, this this is this is crazy. This is uh, unbelievable. Well, two um, quick two quick points on that before we go. Man. Um, first off, why is he ducking Andre? I mean, everyone, <laughs> no, just kidding. Why is he ducking Andre? Andre wants to fight him. Everyone knows Andre's the superior fighter. I'm just kidding. Canelo learned English just so he can kick Andre out of the room. It was, if you haven't seen that interview, it's the greatest thing ever. But my my serious question is, better be if we have at 17 right now. If he beats Canelo, which we kind of all kind of think that might be the ceiling for Canelo, is that better be a better be of is a beast. Don't know how much Canelo's defense helps him in that fight. How high does that move better be of if he beats him at you know better be at seventeen right now? I mean, if he beat the number one, how far does that move better be of up your list in theory? Doesn't I don't think it. Makes a difference to really beating up guys like smaller than you. Again, it's one of them things. Uh, move Canelo to one seventy five today. Where does he rank? Probably top five, maybe at number five. I mean, I would say maybe at even number five. eight. Yeah. If he moves to one seventy five, I think he's barely in the top ten. So better be a beating a barely top ten guy. I mean, you can. Dominate them all you want. What's going to move better BF up is moving up to cruiser weight and beating Breedis and beating uh, Vanus, not Vanus, uh, Gulamarian and beating Mukabu in Ilunga and beating uh, the other uh, British lanky guy. Or maybe That's going to heavyweight what, at some point. Exactly. Beating up guys in this division does nothing for me. You're already number one. You got to move up, just like Canelo. You're number one, move up. Josh Taylor, you're number one, move up. See, I agree with that to a point. I, I don't think I think Canelo's top three if he moves up to 175. I think he's with the he's in the he's in the talk with better BF Beevil and and Canelo. I I Joe Smith. I think he beats Joe Smith. I really okay. do. I I I that's just my opinion on it. I I don't. James, well, what's your? Do you have an opinion on that? Uh, since we, that's, I was asking, how far better BF moves up if he beats Canelo? Better BF ain't on my list. Like, he ain't moving up nowhere, dude. Well, does he talking, get on your list? We're talking about then? pound for pound, man. We're talking about pound for pound. No. Okay, so better BF has to go out and fight cruiserweight and heavyweight for you to to move him up your list, basically. We talking about pound for pound, yeah, man. Yeah, pound yeah. for pound. Right. Here's a yeah, right. here's a thing. Better Biev is one of the most dominant fighters right now. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he's 14 and 0 with 14 knockouts. He ended Vazdik's career. 
He he can probably beat everyone at this division. The problem is no one wants to fight him. He's like the Crawford of light heavyweight. Nobody wants to fight this guy. So when they step in the ring with him, they just get knocked out. I mean, they almost have like the same resume. They got like one or two big names, and then no one wants to fight him. So I don't know. James is really penalizing better BF. I don't think he should. I'm not putting Lopez on the top 15. I put better BF up there. That's true. He did. I think it's cute that you retaliate. You that. No, I think I think it's cute that you threw that olive branch to him, saying that the uh, you know Crawford he has the same, he's in the same. He is, he is very <laughs> dominant. And he can't get any fights, and like there's nothing he can do about that. He beat better Vaz- be able to- he fought Vosdick. You know, he ended Vosdick's career. You're right about that. But James, your your thoughts? All right, good talk. <laughs> All right, that is our uh, pound for pound list. We do it every six months. Uh, one more time, Canelo Alvarez, number one, NUA, number two, Lomachenko, number three, Crawford, four, Spence, five, Pacquiao, six, seven is Davis, Golovkin at eight, Tifio Lopez nine, Josh Taylor, ten, then another runner-ups, Jamal, Charlo, Roman Gonzalez, Usyk, Estrada, Charlo, Jermel, Charlo, Shakir Stevenson, Better Biev, Ennis, and Garcia. That is Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia. Where is Joshua? Because Joshua has beaten the biggest names at the heavyweight division. Every single guy he gets in the ring in, in the ring with is a top ten fighter. He really got snubbed on this list. I'm really disappointed. Why did I I I actually missed Joshua? He uh, wow, you just called me out. He's in the same spot as Usyk is at tied for thirteenth. I did not put him on there. I missed him on your list there. You were the only one that had him ranked. So I, I was going to mention him way right. earlier in the show about. I apologize. Uh, Sp- I missed Spence's, that one. I did Spence's, miss Spence's uh, resume is as about as deep as Canelo's and Joshua's. Well, here's um, here's the reason why I didn't anyways. put any heavyweights on mine this time around. You know, I didn't. You know, and it was the, for the rich approaches. Pound for pound, you're only at one division. That's what it is. That's I didn't have there. I missed that you had Joshua on there. That's yeah, but mistake. Golovkin's only been one division, so you got to hold that. You got to hold them accountable both ways. Yeah, pound but Golovkin pound, can fight more than one division. Joshua can't. Joshua well, ain't he, dropping down. Yeah, but he, but he's <laughs> gonna be fighting a dude who weighs like two seventy. Yeah. That's a thirty or forty pound weight difference. It's true. Depending Every, on what he weighs in, heavyweight's a different horse. It's a different beast altogether. You're right. And, almost should be on its own but all right so that's our list here uh that's uh it's fun to do every six months so make sure you tune in every well we do it every month for our list but uh, every six months we do a pound for pound next list next month we will do a different division i'm not sure what division it is yet so that is our list and we will uh move on